1: And welcome to Coffee House Shots, the Spectator's Daily Politics Podcast. I'm Cindy Yu, and I'm joined by Katie Bors and Fraser Nelson. So, in the last few hours, Boris Johnson's resignations honours list has now come out. And Katie, there are a few surprises in there, especially surprises of people who are not on the list.
2: Yes, this list has been uh, so long in the works. If you think Boris Johnson leaving Number Ten last year, the fact there's been two prime ministers since then, but what has held up? I mean ultimately it seems that it was it's because it- has the potential to be very politically painful for Rishi Sunak and the Tory party and there have been reports something I wrote about that the original list or one draft at least had nearly a hundred names reports that Stanley Johnson Boris Johnson's father was at one point on the list and also I think probably most importantly the the complexity of what to do about the sitting MPs that Boris Johnson wanted to give peerages to of which has been widely reported but that was meant to be Nigel Adams Alistair Jack Alec Sharma and Nadine Doris now this list has come out it's been slimmed down and I think there are lots of reports uh, such as in the FT a few months ago that officials had suggested to Boris Johnson he needed to reduce the number of names but I think what's So I think a few initial thoughts, it is interesting that those MPs I just mentioned are not on the list. And I think that while sources close to Sunak say no specific deal has been made, the general understanding is that some of these MPs have agreed ultimately to keep their seats until the next election. And then the hope is that uh, they'll find another way to put the peerages in in a different honours list, perhaps one by Richie Sunak. Now piece has been somewhat broken by the fact uh, that Nadine Doris who has stated her intention at least or admitted to others uh, along with Alex Sharma that they wanted to be on this list and just quit straight away they're not on the list regardless and Nadine Doris made the uh, announcement earlier that she is quitting as a Tory MP thus sparking a by-election now this is a parting shot from Nadine Doris to Rishi Sunak. It's no great surprise, really, that Nadine Doris wants to make Rishi Sunak's life pretty miserable mm. um, because there will now be a by-election, her seat, mid-Bedfordshire. That is a majority of over 20,000. However, clearly the polls are really bad for the Tories at the moment. And in by-elections, you can have that anti-Tory vote. So a seat they would, I think, still be except- expected to hold in a general election, barring something going very wrong, you could suddenly see harder because all these anti-Tory votes will get around one party though I think so far both the Lib Dems and Labour don't they both seem to think they're in contention so let's see if they can shake that one out or not on Nadine Doris going I mean she doesn't have a peerage in this list the suggestion is she will now not get a peerage mm. if Rishi Sunak has anything to do with future lists. So, so she's gone out on a bang. I think it'll be interesting, I'm interested at least, to see when we get these anonymous Tory quotes about um, how awful Rishi Sunak is. But Nadine Doris is no longer a Tory MP. So we will soon find out through the process <laughs> of uh, you know, elimination whether, and I, I'm not saying they are they are. Ornadine Doris how much of an impact she was having in that market perhaps in, in the coming <laughs> weeks if journalists have to adjust how they write things um but but other than that I think when you're looking for names that are not on there Stanley Johnson is not there the list though is one of loyalty it is lots of former aides to Boris Johnson some of him around the time of Partygate some who are in the news for negative stories about Partygate and also more long-standing aides is it an exercise in cronyism? That's the charge even from some of the Tory side. I had one uh, former aide to Boris Johnson message me saying, you know, <laughs> to put it this way, any hopes he has a comeback back of, you know, been made even harder by this list. But also I think this list has in a way been priced in for so long that while there is unhappiness about it, I don't yet at least see there being, um, you know, that much surprise on the Tory side because there's been so much about how it, It was going to be very long, and it is less long than it was previously said.
1: Fraser, how do you read Nadine Doris' resignation? As Katie says, it it causes a headache for Rishi Sunak. But if she hadn't resigned, I mean, is is that related to her not being on Boris Johnson's list after all? Does she turn down a peerage? What do we make out of it all?
0: It would be extraordinary and unthinkably petulant of her to force a by-election upon her constituents simply because she got bored and was um, in a huff about getting in the House of Lords. So I, I would be very surprised if it was that. To be honest, I think you need a pretty good excuse if you're going to resign. I mean, being an MP is a really serious, solemn commitment. It's not a career. It's not something you quit halfway through when you get a better offer or when you get bored of it. Uh, we, recently, we did see, you know, we've seen MPs stand down saying, OK, I'm not going to contest for next election. And to be honest, the moment they do that, they're probably not going to be doing much work. But to actually put everybody through a by-election, you really do need a very good reason. What she she
1: said on Talk TV today, sorry to interrupt, she said on Talk TV today, I can't reveal everything, but something significant has happened to make her take this move.
0: And all I can say is it had better be pretty significant, really. Um, But I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt for now. (laughs)
1: And Fraser, what do you make of some of the names who are on the list then? Because there are a lot of people who used to be staffers with Boris Johnson during the Partygate scandal, people like Jack Doyle, for example, who most of the public know, if they don't know him at all, through uh, implication involvement with Partygate.
0: Well, looking at the list here, the one word that jumps out to me is loyalty. Boris Johnson has always treasured loyalty. He's always fought through thick and thin to return the loyalty of those who showed loyalty to him. In a way it's slightly strange because he wasn't particularly, his band of brothers weren't really bound together by a shared political vision or project. It was basically just on a personal basis. Like Connor Burns for example, um, who's um, being made now Sir Connor Burns, was well known to be one of the most hardcore Boris loyalists, even at a time where anybody seemed to be Um, hanging out with Boris was punished by the Cameroons, Connor Burns and Ben Wallace. Uh, We're both out there. Um, being incredibly um, loyal to him and talking him up as the next Prime Minister. So uh, that's why Connor Burns, there's other names that the public will not know, Anne Sindel, a former PA at the spectator, used to sit um, in the seat next to where I'm sitting right now. Now she um, followed Boris into City Hall when he was London Mayor, and now has uh, followed him also into number 10. So it's good to see the specocracy. Continue with an OBE for for Anne Sindel. He used to call her the, the be all and, and Sindall. But again, this is, gives you a flavour of the sort of the honours list to people who have given him long and devoted personal service. Now, I have to say that I think this very notion in our system is awful. I think it is an abuse of the honours system. The idea that we can have something—I mean—to to be made a knight, to be given an OBE. That really should be for outstanding public service, not simply for doing your job close to somebody in power. That's not to denigrate um, Anne Sindel, who is a you know, tremendous hero, but, you know, to be honest, no more than your average good PA. So I really dislike this about her as a system. It's cronyistic and it debases, I think, the honour system. So I really look forward to... Some kind of agreement where from now on there aren't going to be any resignation honour systems. Honours should be kept for people who do, for unsung heroes of the community or people who do outstanding national service. There shouldn't be a political list of political thank you cards.
2: I think that raises an interesting question, partly in terms of what was means for future systems I suppose initially, what does Rishi Sunak do? I think it was always incredibly unlikely he was going to reject Boris Johnson's resignation on his list Um, in terms of party management.
0: The the thing is, we don't know the names, which he didn't make it, don't he? he By the way, it's quite plausible he saw Nadine Doris and thought, no, just no.
2: I think on MPs sparking by-elections of peerages, that's something which has been a sticking point behind the scenes, mm. which is why you d- you don't see sitting MPs on that list. And there has been an alternative arrangement. But I think uh, the idea of a prime minister just saying no full stop to a list was always going to be something which just on party management, very difficult. Particularly if you're a leader who doesn't have a mandate themselves from the membership or, or voters. I don't think you're in a powerful enough position to take such a stand. What WSCCN could do, of course, is set out what he wants to do going forward when it comes to honours lists and the honours system. We know that Labour plan to crack down on this uh, when it comes to their plan to abolish the House of Lords, something that I don't think you would expect to see in a first term Labour government or at least be the priority but you can see reform there you can see a consultation you can see the direction of travel and this is all fodder for Keir Starmer you can imagine a scenario depending on what happens between now and next Wednesday where Keir Starmer goes on the Prime Minister's questions is there an opportunity for Rishi Sunak to respond and say well, here's how I'm going to change it for when I do my honours. I'm not going to go above this number. I'm going to try and make it more to this community-minded element that Fraser's talking about. Now, he might not take it because ultimately, Rishi Zidane can say his is a government of integrity and that's going to be his, his key selling point. But patronage is a really key, key tool of any prime minister and lots of people who come in with these bold ideas soon discover that in terms of getting MPs to do things that they want them to do the price will often just go back to well let's talk about what honour I can have but I do think Rishi Sunak has an opportunity here to try and put some clear blue water particularly because Labour are coming for parts of the honour system anyway.
0: So what's key okay, do you think it's plausible that Rishi Sunak is the one rather than Keir Starmer who draws the line at this?
2: I think you, he could get on the front foot by mm. saying a few things about what he wants to do, be in keeping with his politics. Otherwise, he's just going to have Keir Starmer going for him because there's not just this resignation on his list. We still have Liz Trusses to come. So so you start to see that there is an easy stick to beat the government with. And I just wonder if Rishi Sunak, has a politician who wants to show himself to be a bit different, could start to set out some, some lines himself. Though Probably that's the point when perhaps a political secretary would um, suggest to Rishi Sunak that he should think very carefully because um, in terms of controlling a party, that can be quite difficult if we knew any political secretaries in number 10.
0: Well, I think the odds in getting Sir James Forsyth in the next couple of years should be reasonably... I do think well, so and do. if
1: they lose the election, and of course James Forsyth might not think that they do. Well, then there might be Lord <laughs> James Forsyth after that. Precisely. Katie and Fraser, thanks so much. And thank you very much for listening.